we wanted to bring products to this particular category that were cruelty free. That's the beauty of plants. They don't have those those side effects that you see with some of our more traditional chemicals that we've become accustomed to that we don't need. And that's part of the disrupting, right? And the education. Welcome to The Well Drop, Own Your Wellness. We're your hosts, Amber Berger. And Dina Wismer. We are mothers, friends, and wellness warriors who each have experienced our own unique personal wellness journeys. We are your wellness friends, here to give you drops of wisdom over the years that actually work. Wellness? What is it really? The struggle is real, and we're here to help sift through the noise. So let's jump in. At The Well Drop, we are big fans of utilizing the power of plants. Today, we welcome Jody Scott, the founder of Green Goo. Green Goo is all about plants with a purpose. Jody was pre-med and has an MS in health psychology. She has years of experience training resident physicians to bridge mind, body, and medicine as a tool for healthier lives. We love the power of plants and are so excited to share her wisdom with you. Yes, at Green Goo, it's also a family business. Jody works with her sister, who's a midwife and a certified herbalist, who taught her how to make medicine from plants. And Jody has witnessed firsthand the effects of these products and it's how it's changed people's lives. Jody, I hope this is correct. You saw the potential to change the way we deal with first aid in this country and to not only change the way we look at it, but also to make it affordable for everyone at every price point, which is a personal passion of mine, um, having worked with people who have Medicaid for many years, having the power of plants be accessible to anyone on whatever budget is a gift. And so we're thrilled to have you here today. And I want to start from the beginning. Many of us have never thought about using plants as tools for first aid. How do we start that conversation? What does that mean? What is that concept? When we say power of plants, what are we talking about? Thank you. And it's wonderful to be here. And it has been a journey. I think today the term plant-based is very much uh, a term that most people are you know, comfortable and familiar exploring. But 10 years ago, when my sister and mom and I started this, it was very, it was incredibly disruptive, especially in the OTC first aid space. And what we recognized that we found so interesting was that there was sort of this dichotomy in the first aid space. One, it hadn't been disrupted in a very long time, lots of chemicals, no uh, sustainability, you know, all these tubes being thrown in landfills. But most importantly was that the natural consumer was willing to abandon their natural ethos because they were told these chemical-laden products were the only products that could get the job done. So here they were living this like incredibly clean life and a lifestyle and really prudent in what they were ingesting and what they were bringing into their home. And then you open up their first aid cabinet. And this includes me. I was one of those people. And it's cluttered with all of these like neosporins and hydrocortisones and calamines and all the things. And then, you know, you look at the conventional consumer and, you know, they really didn't care about the ingredients. Natural was not the forefront. Where they were disappointed was the efficacy, you know. They found going to the doctor incredibly inconvenient, and they were not finding solutions over the counter for their chronic skin conditions. And when you look at this space specifically, people have chronic skin conditions, and the solutions are for acute, short-term solutions. So use this product for three to five days. If symptoms don't resolve, go see your physician. And so we found this beautiful opportunity to bridge that and say, can we make a plant-based solution? that is superior in efficacy, 
bring sustainability, hence our metal tins, and also bring a lifestyle and some personality to this space, hence Green Goo. And that's really where, where and why we started. And what I've learned since then too, which has been fascinating, is that topical therapeutics are the fastest growing space. And we're also seeing that the consumer, we're seeing exponential reports of people with chronic skin conditions. So you know, we're not, we're not able to help this community. And, and I think this is where the plants come in and the education of this holistic, integrative health approach to your skincare. I think that's such a beautiful story and it definitely resonates with me. You know, I live a super holistic lifestyle and my son has Crohn's disease and I had to put him on medicine in order to try to get him a little better. I tried naturally and now we're sort of on the other end of the spectrum of trying naturally again, but the medicine actually created very dry skin for him. And so, you know, I tried some natural things at home, didn't work. Of course, I had to bring him to the doctor. They were given prescriptions, but none of it worked. I mean, absolutely none to the point that I started using coconut oil and that was really what it, coconut oil, castor oil, and really delving into sort of like the pantry of what was from years ago to say there has to be a better way to, you know, moisturize the skin. And, you know, the efficacy is really such a thing. And I think people who may not necessarily be holistic originally, like you said, it only takes them of realizing this isn't working, there has to be a better way. And it's very frustrating. And to get a doctor's appointment would also be months on end. And so he was just living with this actual skin condition. It wasn't until I took him off the medicine that they went away immediately but your products, I love that you are disrupting that first aid space. I was just curious if you can elaborate a little bit on what is dangerous in the conventional products. What should consumers be aware of for the things that are in their cupboards right now, like Neosporin and all that kind of stuff? What's, what's dangerous about them? So specifically in the first aid space, so, you know, reports are demonstrating or showing that you know, potentially 20 to 25% of the population have an allergy to neomycin, which is the active ingredient in a lot of the topical antiseptics. Um, we're starting to see that even hospitals and first responders are starting to move away from that active ingredient. I think in general, what I found so interesting about the OTC space was that you really, you are only required to uh, list the active ingredients. So the inactive ingredients are not necessarily something that gets disclosed. So there are a lot of ingredients that we're not even knowing that we're being exposed to. And I love that about Green Goo that we have the active and inactive ingredients with full transparency. Phthalates are the number one producing chemical in the world. And the US alone produces a billion pounds of this a year. And phthalates, like many of the other, you know, hidden chemicals, we'll call it, are endocrine disruptors from children who are premenstrual and, and all the way up to, you know, postmenopausal, how that's impacting fertility, you know, the homeostasis of our body. Uh, parabens are another one. And, par and, you know, mind you, like these are things that we didn't know were harmful, right? So they were part of the industrial revolution. We needed preservatives to be able to get products to people's homes because it would be produced and people wanted more bank for the buck too. So they wanted these big containers of lotions or shampoos or, or what have you to make that value add, but then also so that these preservatives were necessary because we didn't have the transportation and the technology that we have today. But I think now 
we have the technology, we have the information, you know, we have the transportation, we can get products overnight. So you don't need things like parabens, which were there to um, help prevent mold and keep a product stable. You can use things like vitamin E, lavender oil, rosemary oil as natural, natural stabilizers in products. So those are just, you know, a handful. Of course, there's fragrances and formaldehyde and alcohol. You know, I find it so interesting that these products are also tested on animals. And that was a big differentiator for us was that we wanted to bring products to this particular category that were cruelty free. That's the beauty of plants. They don't have those those side effects that you see with some of our more traditional chemicals that we've become accustomed to that we don't need. And that's part of the disrupting, right? And the education. How did you discover the power of plants originally to realize that that could be used for first aid purposes? So my sister being an herbalist and a midwife and me being pre-med, got my master's in health psychology. And I think we were living in Austin. We worked at the first Whole Foods uh, in the natural channel. We started to see this new side of medicine. And I think plants really led the forefront there. And then my sister was learning to make these salves or balms from the plants. And it's really the process along with the combination of plants that makes the green goose so productive. When I, you were telling your story about your son with Crohn's disease and I attribute the reason we were able to scale these products because of a consumer whose son had eczema and he came oh, to wow. our booth. And at this time, we could not find a manufacturer who would produce our products. So what's unique is we bring the plants to our manufacturing facility where we take it through this unique extraction process. We yield high amounts of the medicinal properties and then custom oils go into all of these products. So you don't get that blend of oil anywhere. And, and most people are just taking ingredients that are already pre-made and putting them in a container. And that is why these products work. It's the combination of the herbs, the selection of the herbs, the, the plant-based oils that are the good transporters that your body loves and wants to absorb. And then of course this process. And so this manufacturer just happened to be in a different kind of business. And he was talking to us at the booth and he talked about his son having eczema. We gave him our dry skin formula and we said, go try this. And we shared with him our challenges of finding a manufacturer because he could relate. And, and of course, he's like, well, you know, we're not going to manufacture this either. <laughs> um, but love your story. And so uh, he calls us a week later and he's like, our son has never been off of prescription medications for his eczema. We're going to find a way to scale this product. The world wow, needs it. That's and amazing. now we have, yeah, we have a dedicated line, a dedicated team. The kettle's doing the, the um, infusion process. And John Hopkins has been using that product in their scleroderma and skin condition department now for almost a decade. Wow. And Everyone so, hear that? John Hopkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, there's a lot. I, guess, I think people think that this isn't real. You know, how could it be? We're so conditioned to just... We're so used to synthetic and just think that that's more powerful than natural. So it's really, it's hard to sometimes shift your mind to really believe in, you know, we use plants forever before the industrial revolution. We were able to create the synthetic version. So there is, it's actually, there's so much there, but it is hard, I think, for people to really believe that that is possible. And, and I'm curious, we've been talking a lot about plants and herbs, but when we are talking about that. What are, what are we talking about? I mean, I know there's a huge list of herbs and plants that are beneficial, but can you give us a little bit of depth into what we mean specifically? I mean, what kind of plants? What kind of plants, exactly. What kind of Absolutely. plants are we talking about? So like our first aid formula has 13 plants and essential oils in it. And so these plants are carefully thought of in terms of what is it 
that we want to offer the customer. Now, this is our, our first aid formula is your Neosporin topical antiseptic alternative. In looking at how customers were using this product in a typical antiseptic realm, we also noticed that people were looking for anti-itch and speeding up the healing, slowing down the bleeding, taking the sting and the itch out, having an anti-inflammatory component, but no one product did all of those things. So we said, can we create a product that actually is your first aid kit on the go? So again, this sort of minimalism concept of reducing your first aid kit or your first aid cabinet. My favorite herb is calendula. We use that in essentially almost all of our products. Calendula is this beautiful flower that, you know, super sustainable, doesn't require a lot of water. The more you harvest it, the more it grows. But it truly has this incredible botanical profile. One, it's beautiful to look at. But most importantly, it's an antifungal, anti-yeast, antimicrobial. It provides hydration. It increases the healing to the wound. And what we're finding now that more and more research, research is being dedicated to plants, we're also finding that it has this like regenerative component to it. And it's very much likes to work with our DNA and our telomeres in this fascinating way in our epidermis. And so, you know, you talk about plants and how we've been using them for so long. Like this is an old world concept that we're bringing to the, you know, to the present. But there was one study that came out that said we have only identified 18% of the plants on this planet. And so there's so much work to be done in identifying these plants. But back to your question, calendula being one of my favorites. Then, you know, going back to why do you pick the plants that you do? And I'll just stick to this particular product specifically. So yarrow and plantain separately both have, you know, medicinal properties. Plantain being like nature's band-aid, bringing hydration, bringing oxygen. So the tissues want to like come together where it speeds up the healing Yarrow having sort of coagulant properties. So it's a hemostatic herb, meaning that it helps reduce, you know, slow down the bleeding, but bringing the healing to the site. So yarrow and planting together really work well to speed up that healing while you have the antiseptic components of the calendula flower. There's also chamomile, chickweed. Um, We've got the rosemary and lavender to not only help for healing components, but keeping the stability of the product. So we're always looking at okay, yes, what, what can we do to make that like me to that alternative, but what other elements can we bring to that one product to serve you more so that you have more broad spectrum symptom relief, which has been really fun back to like changing how you look at first aid. It's amazing for you as an expert in the field. What are some of your favorite things you keep around your house uh, to have on hand for different ailments that occur for you and your family? I don't know how people live without the goo. I just got to <laughs> you start your day with it. You end your day with it. You know, I start my day with my plant-based toothpaste, the green goo, which my daughter helped formulate, which was great. My daughter was like, mom, kids, why do people think that kids like bubblegum flavored toothpaste? Like we don't, um, but we don't like your minty toothpaste either. It's just, there's something not right about. Now, most toothpaste are using like a mint extract or a mint flavor. And there's a variety of flavors when you're having a synthetic mint. And so using pure mint essential oil, she helped me develop it. And she got it to the right profile where this summer she was camping and she's like, mom, I forgot my toothpaste and I had to use someone else's. And she was like, like, it was so bad. Start with that. And then I have an oil face wash that I just love, which seems counterproductive. But again, it's taking that first aid healing component 
with an oil base. So like Mm -hmm. attracts like it pulls the dirt and the oil out, but without drying your skin out. And it has calendula flowers for the antifungal, anti-yeast, antimicrobial properties. There's anti-aging properties. Rosehip oil is so hydrating and so great for your skin. But you know, if you're looking for, so that's how I start my day. Those two things are just like imperative. And then you had mentioned earlier when we were, um, getting started that you're like, Ooh, this repair, this is pretty great. So I'd say the repair and the first aid are my two favorites. My husband leaves a small tin of first aid in his pocket or on the countertop everywhere he goes. He works with his hands a lot. So he's always getting cuts and scrapes. And so he's just constantly like on the nightstand before he goes to bed, he's putting his first aid on, on all of his little cuts and scrapes. The repair is my favorite because it's really like a beautiful anti-aging and also healing property. You know, we have some really great customers. All of them are great, but I love their testimonials. And and this one for us in terms of the repair, we had this heartfelt testimonial the other day where uh, we were out of the four ounce jar and she was like, we go through this, this mother goes, we go through this every six weeks. You know, my son is a paraplegic and this is the only product that keeps his wounds under control. Uh-huh. And so she's like, when are you going to be back in stock? So, you know, we sent her some tins of it, which was great. Mm-hmm. But Take it's one of those things you don't, yeah, you don't know you need it until you have it. And then you're like, where have you been my whole life? Amber, I have to ask you, lately my skin, when I look in the mirror, it feels like it's looking tired and lackluster. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do on a regular basis? What are you doing to glow the way you glow? You want to learn the secret to aging backwards? I discovered (laughs) an amazing company called Young Goose. They are all about a simple skincare system for you to get radiant skin. And I've been using it for over a year and I have never looked back. I find most products don't actually yield results. And all I can do is say, try Young Goose and see what happens and wait for the compliments to start coming in within three months. It's amazing. I'm so excited to try it. How do I find it? You can get a 10% discount code for your first order using WellDrop and you can find them online at younggoose.com. Yeah. I also, can you speak about a little bit the sustainability of it? We've had um, some other people who have some clean at home products and they really opened our eyes to how much plastic is in all of our items. Um, can you talk about what kind of container is your pro- are your products in and how that's helping to, you know, for the environment as well? And that's the number one emission of, of phthalates. So we were talking earlier, that's, you know, a billion pounds that a lot of that comes from plastic. When we came out with the aluminum tins 10 years ago, that was incredibly bizarre for OTC. They're like, what is this? <laughs> and it was hard for them to understand that the reason behind that was it was the most renewable material, which fast forward today still is. Now we finally see water bottles in aluminum containers and that's great. You know, so it's not as um, unusual today as it was, you know, then because it's superior to glass. Glass is second to aluminum, um, which is great because, you know, we have glass obviously, and we're seeing glass jars out in water as well. But what I, what I like about the tins more than the glass is also reducing your carbon emissions. Mm -hmm. So the weight of an aluminum tin is far lighter than glass. So you're reducing, you know, the gas that's required to, you know, send these products across, across the globe. And those are the little things that are important to think about. We're B Corp. And I love going through the B Corp renewal every time because it's not just about, okay, can I pass or fail to be and maintain being a B Corp? 
they also give you the tools to raise your game and have you look at your business in a more sustainable way. And so every time after we do our B Corp renewal, I'll go back to the team and say, okay, guys, like here's five more bullets that I'd like us to integrate into our practices for the next year and see if we can't, you know, step up our game. And I think today there's a lot more technology available in the renewable resources and the information to know which one's better. So we'll go through these audits of, to your point, is aluminum still the most renewable resource? Should we change it? You know, when we were doing our toothpaste there, you know, fast forward to the state, our toothpaste is in sugarcane packaging, which is a great alternative to plastic. That wasn't available before. Still very much, you know, a, a great alternative to plastic for a lot of reasons, but the aluminum continues to still be superior. But aluminum and toothpaste, they really don't go well together in terms of taking aluminum tins wherever you go and dip right. your toothbrush yeah. in it. But I wouldn't think of aluminum as better than glass, but I like that you said that because I think even for me, you know, we I think as glass is number one, but actually aluminum is even superior and it makes sense for the carbon emissions. For those who may not know, can you explain what a B Corp is? I think that would be helpful. Absolutely. So B Corp is a certification uh, from an organization that came together that said, we want to look at business from a holistic impact way. And it's not just sustainability, but it is culture. It is how you present yourself to your community. Are you, are you a part of your community? Are you devoting time and volunteering? Are you, from a social impact standpoint, how you approach your business internally. Who's the highest paid employee? Who's the lowest paid employee? And what is that differential? And are you offering opportunities for your team to progress within the organization? And really looking at business more than just, you know, what is what is your profitability and what's your revenue? And instead saying, are we using business for good? Mm -hmm. And what is that impact? And I just love it. I remember when I first went to my family, because it is it is not easy to get certified. It is hours and hours and hours of work. And it also, you know, outsider looking in might say, well, is it really cost effective to be a B Corp? And I think today we know that it is. We're finding that, you know, sustainability has ways of improving the bottom line. And I think even investors are more mindful of looking for impact businesses. But it wasn't as accepted, you know, seven, eight years ago when it might have challenged sort of capitalism and is entrepreneurialism. B is B Corp something that is typically advertised on the packaging? As consumers, mm -hmm. how do we find which one which companies are B Corp corporations? You got it. So B Corps are do have a logo that's on all of the products and then on of their all of their websites as well. So it's a great, and it's a great community. You know, you can find uh, local B Corps where you can join forces and work together, do a lot of collaborations with other B Corps, not only to get the branding and the awareness around, but also to, to see how together we might be able to improve our impact. As we discussed at the beginning, I'm so happy that a big part of your mission is to make plant products accessible to families on all kinds of budgets. Can you talk to us a little bit how you achieve that goal? Yeah. And it's not an easy feat. Our process mm -hmm. for making these products is incredibly expensive. I've had a number of people come to me and say, why can't you just cut that process out so you can improve your margin or reduce your price point? And so we go, first of all, efficacy is, is what's first and foremost, and we're not going to make those compromises for our customers. And we're going to make other cuts in other ways. 
So, you know, our family has a mantra, live simply so others can simply live. We don't, um, we're very cognizant of salaries and different ways we can reduce our operating expenses in order to do that, as well as creative ways with our packaging buying things in bulk, finding efficiencies so that we can reduce the cost in other areas without sacrificing the efficacy. And then we just keep that price point down lower. You know, when you're looking at our product in the first aid space, we typically will sell it in a larger size. So that's where your price point will start to go up. But if you were to do it ounce per ounce, we are competitive with your chemical laden products. Very specifically is that we don't want a customer to come to the, to the shelf and say, I would really like to try that product, or I know that product is superior in efficacy, but I can't because of the price barrier. What really was fascinating to us when we first started this too, is we saw a study that Walmart customers were 95% more favorable to buying organic if only it was more affordable and more available. Yep. And you saw when, when natural first came out on the market, it was really for the one percenters. And that's when we were first emerging into the market. And that's when us as a family said, nope, we don't want to be a part of, of that. We want to be a part of the other 99% and making it more available to everyone. And we do do a lot of donations. I have a donation allowance um, because they have to keep me on a, a donation budget. <laughs> You're like, please watch out because you'll just keep giving it away in the best yeah, kind of way, yeah. right? I, I can very yeah. much relate to that. My, hus <laughs> my, my husband and I have an understanding that when he asks me about things I've donated to, I generally round down when telling him the number. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'll assume it's, it's more Don't than ask. That. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll even just buy it. I have on my front porch. It's really fun. I have a huge basket on the front porch and it just says free, enjoy. And so all of our, you know, UPS people who are dropping stuff off and FedEx or whoever, Amazon, that they can, you know, have some treats throughout the year. And so it's fun. We, our, okay. our mission statement is spread goodness. So we mean that more than just spreading the goo on your body. It is, again, that holistic interaction of these products and, and impact for good. I think that's so great. I think on that note, since you are an expert in the power of plants, what are three drops of wisdom that you would like to share with our Well Drop listeners today? Three drops of wisdom. So I think number one, if you can't eat it, don't wear it. So, you know, it's, a it's good important. One. Yeah. That's a good one, you know, for your skin. And I think we think about when we're eating something, if we should eat it or not, but your skin is your largest organ. So, you know, be mindful of all the work that it's doing for you. In our home, we have an acronym called SHAMAN, and that is our holistic skin health mantra. So this might be fun for listeners. Um, SHAMAN stands for, so S is for sleep. Make sure you're getting your sleep. H is for hydration, but hydration is not just from drinking water. It is also like hydrating plants, aloe vera, calendula, rosehip oil, all of those beautiful ingredients that bring hydration. A is antioxidants, antioxidants in your product, antioxidants in your food, thinking about those free radicals, you know, protecting yourself from the sun. M is mindfulness. Mindfulness is very much connected to your skin health, but it's also connected to your whole well-being. And there's more studies coming out too, just in terms of mindfulness and skin health, which is really cool. A, the last A is avoid, avoid the chemicals, the parabens, the phthalate, alcohol, just the big A's. And then N is nutrition. And so I think when you look at, you know, a holistic skin health mantra and you kind of make that top of mind, like my daughter, you know, we constantly are shaman, where's your water? You know, how old is she? 
She's 12. She's 12 I, I have a 14-year-old daughter I, well, and two boys, but I, yeah, my daughter, I'm, I'm always on her and, you know, I, I, I have to hope and assume that some of what I'm saying seeps in, you know? <laughs> and it's just uh, simplifying yeah. it, right? Because it can be so no. overwhelming because we're flooded with so many options and not great options. You know, a yeah. lot of the options mm-hmm. are convenient and not really healthy and there's and greenwashing. Trendy. Yeah. Yeah. Trendy. I mean, it's a big thing of what their friends are using and following, you know, oh, so-and-so is using this brand. It must be cool. And And the packaging is fun, right? Think about cereal. They make it colorful. They make it fun. It's filled with a lot of crap. And it's actually almost a fight and a challenge to sink back into the simplification of things. Like it's actually so much easier than it needs to be just from marketing. And now, of course, you know, so much digital information being pounded at us that it like alters like what you think you're interested in but we almost have to just force like pulling ourselves back and just remembering I love how you said you can't eat it don't don't wear it (laughs) you know I had a thought and it's interesting what you say about the parabens I know this but I don't know if a lot of people out there do is that the way we think about things is our body is pounded with so much environmental factors that we're taking it all in without even knowing it. So if there are these simple little changes that you can make, like your toothpaste, you're saying, or your face wash and having your first aid kits that are in, you know, better containers with better ingredients, those little changes that you make can have such profound effects on what's going on on the inside. I actually, I've run tests for myself and I just actually ran some new tests for my son, um, a test uh, called Cyrex. And if you see what is in there, you would be blown away. We have so many chemicals in our body and that more and more it's going to come out like how imperative it is that we really need to clean up what's inside our home. And that's really what Dina and I are trying to empower people to do and educate them. Because if you don't have the education, you really just don't know. And you know, we're trying to say it's time to get educated and you've really helped to educate us on the power of plants and how amazing they are and that we just need to tap back into what used to be. You just, you have such a wide range of products, address a variety of things that occur in the home and it's just really exciting. Thank you. And you bring Mm -hmm. up an excellent point in terms of cleaning up your home because that goes into the water system as well. It's not even just what you take into your body, but it's what washes off into the water, which then goes into the environment, which then goes into our food system. And a sad fact is that we only know about 18% of the plants that are around, but 50% of the plants are at risk because of, call it climate change or extinction. And so by what we do for ourselves, we'll then also impact the environment in a positive way for generations to come. Jody, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your drops of wisdom at The Well Drop. If you want to check out her products, you can get a discount code of GOO25, G-O-O-25, and her website is greengoo.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode at The Well Drop. Please subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Well Drop. The Well Drop podcast and content posted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.
This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The WellDrop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast.